<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A Dear Media original podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by ZocDoc. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor and you literally ask every single person you know for a recommendation and you search and you search and you find one that actually gets you and listens to you and makes you feel super comfortable and you call them and you're really excited and you find out that they do not take your insurance. It is so frustrating and then you have to go back to the drawing board and you feel like you don't have a ton of options. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're looking for. These docs have all been verified by actual real patients, not bots, which I really, really appreciate. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is just between 24 and 48 hours. That's it. You can even score same day appointments. Once you find a doctor that you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. I can really relate to this. I feel like anytime I've had a specific medical condition where I needed a doctor and felt like I had to kind of fumble looking for one and then seeing that no one's close to me or no one takes my insurance is really, really frustrating. And so I was really excited to know that this app existed. Go to ZocDoc.com slash instincts and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C doc dot com slash instincts zocdoc dot com slash instincts. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good, and it will. I promise. Today, I am so excited. We have Agia Mather. She is the founder of an app that I'm just a really big fan of. It is called Avia. I will let her explain more, but it is about tracking your cycle. And I've gotten, as you know, so into cycle syncing recently. And I think that having that self-knowledge piece is so important. And I'm finding it just like really the missing piece for people that cycle. And I was really curious how you got into it in the first place. Oh man, we'll be here. First of all, thanks so much for having <laughs> me. I'm so excited. I know when I started hearing you talk about cycle syncing, got excited about that because not enough people talk about it. But then also when you brought up Avia, I was like, oh my gosh, she actually already knows about yeah. Avia. 
we need to have a more in-depth conversation. So thank you so much. I'm so happy. Uh, For me, it really came probably similarly to what you were talking about as well from a personal experience. So we would be here all day if I talked about, you know, every single detail. But at the end of the day, it came down to no one really telling me the whole truth about my own health. I started my period when I was 10 years old, which is on the younger end. Actually, now people are starting as young as eight years old post-pandemic, if you can just imagine that. Wow. And I was never getting it, you know, consistently, which Mm. is supposed to be about once a month. And my doctor at the time, pediatrician, was like, you're an athlete, not a big deal. So I thought, great, I don't need to worry about it. It's been, you know, then I don't have to worry about it each month, which is great. But then over 10 years later, over a decade later, a different doctor said, "Mm, it's not like you're an Olympic athlete. This should not be the case. First of all, way to burst my bubble. (laughs) Um, But then beyond that, I was like, okay, so like what is a natural and normal cycle why hasn't anybody ever told me about this? And why was it okay in the past? And now it's not okay. So they put me on medications. I take this every day at the same time. I said, okay, great. How hard could that be? Yeah. But then I get to Thursday and my Tuesday pill is in there all the time. Mm-hmm. I was working 7 a.m. to 2 a.m. on some of my projects. I was traveling Monday through Thursday, most weeks, uh, pretty high, high, intensity type of work. And you just be like, oh, as soon as I finish this email, I'll take it. Or as soon as I get back from this meeting, I will. And it just doesn't happen. And especially for someone who's kind of type A like me, it's one of those things that then you become like, why is this happening? And so for me getting to Thursday and my Tuesday pill still being in there meant that I was now starting my period every two to three weeks instead of every two to three months. Right. And that in itself is so frustrating. And so I'm a science nerd. I studied neuroscience in undergrad. I even took the MCAT. I was going to be doing my MD, PhD. And so I started looking into journals and talking to as many people as possible, reading whatever I could get my hands on. And let's forget the entire period piece. I came across this whole world of ovarian hormone health. I was frustrated. I was annoyed. I was shocked that someone like me who had, you know, been studying science, biology, all of these things, this had never come up outside of pregnancy and fertility. Yes. Yes. That is my whole thing too. Yes. And so I was like, wow, we have this whole ovarian hormone cycle, 21 to 35 days does not impact only your period and fertility. Correct. And reality impacts your quality of sleep, quality of muscle, 20 energy levels, sex drive, skin, mental health, mood, the list goes on. Why has nobody ever told me this? I am so glad we're talking about this because I feel so passionate. I am I am just as enraged because I had kind of a similar story in that I was someone who had like debilitating periods. I was the person who was like curled in a ball. I would get these like ovarian cysts. Everyone thought I had endometriosis. They went in and with the laparoscopic thing and they went in and like my horn, like it was such a mystery. I they got put on every single kind of birth control. No one would follow up with me. There was no, there was no anyone telling me this piece, the self-knowledge piece. And what I realized is that like 
for me, because we do have a cycle in which there are some parts of our cycle where we feel really great and our hormones are high and we're feeling amazing and we feel like we can do things and work out and feel great. And then there are periods where we literally are like, I hate everything. I feel terrible. I feel really out of sorts. I feel crazy. And I think without having that self-knowledge piece, also being like, now I crave all these things. Like, why am I feeling Mm -hmm. lazy? Why am I like this? I feel like I don't have willpower. I feel like without having this self-knowledge piece, we're made to feel fucking crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And now at 37, really understanding this, I'm like, gosh, if I had had this when I was in my 20s, it would have been amazing. And this is why I'm obsessed with your company. And I really just am. So, so I find that most people, most women, or most, let's say people that cycle only start paying attention to their cycle when it's time to get pregnant, which is what happened to me. And I was like, oh, I'm ovulating. Oh, so that means like right now I'm feeling really good and da, da, da. And I started to like really understand that. But up until anyone's thinking about pregnancy or ovulation or anything, most people don't think about this. And the thing I love about your app is it doesn't focus on ovulation in terms of pregnancy, which I think is really inclusive. That means that people who like don't have penetrative sex or people who are, who are young and not even thinking about having, you know, getting pregnant or whatever their ovulation in terms of pregnancy. I think that's so cool. Also, I will say, I find it really triggering for people. I know a lot of people my age who are struggling with fertility stuff. Yeah. And people with fertility stuff, it maybe it's not the time that they're trying or it's triggering or whatever. So to have Avia focused on like self-knowledge and here's information based on where you are in your cycle that has can have something to do with fertility if you want it to, but doesn't have to. Yes. I think it's cool. Walk me through that. Thank you so much for bringing, for saying that. Two things I'll say there to start. One is, you know, the on average, we're living, what, 80, 90 years. And on average, people spend about three years of their life like getting pregnant or being pregnant. On average, I know for some people yeah. it's more, for some people it's less. And why is it then that we spend so much of our time or energy from like a women's health market perspective focused on pregnancy and fertility when there's the rest of our lives we are not just baby makers. Yeah. We have so much more going on. And so Avia really is filling that gap of hormone health beyond pregnancy and fertility. Look, I want all of those resources to exist as well, but I want there to be a focus on the rest of our lives when we're not just trying to get pregnant or being pregnant or postpartum as well. So I was captain of my basketball team, captain mm. of my soccer team in high school. Love that. I would have had my teams trained differently. Absolutely. If I would have known that there's a risk of injury. Like actually there's a lot more research being done now and is coming to the forefront a little bit more now with the Women's World Cup, things like that. Of There's a specific time of your cycle when you're at higher risk of injury. Mm. And when would that and be? And that's not when, when you want to be really pushing yourself. And that's not when you really want to be taking it to the lengths that maybe you should be right when you actually are at a different part of your cycle. So I would have taken, I told you, I took the MCAT. I would have planned when I'm taking the MCAT accordingly. Oh, totally. So that I'm a little bit more clear, a little bit more productive, a little bit more focused. Totally. And these are the things that we can do day to day. And I understand that not everything we can do to our schedules because not always are we in charge. But, you know, right now I actually do think about when my board meetings are going to be or yeah. when I'm going to prep for my board meetings based off of that. Yeah, I love and that. Another 
Yeah. And another part of it becomes also, you brought it up. You're like, we have these different feelings. Sometimes I feel great. Sometimes I feel crappy. I feel crazy. Part of it's under, just understanding that it's normal. That's the whole thing. And when you understand that it's normal, you feel less crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I feel like you know more about this than most people do. And I hope that that is a big part of what we hope for. And, you know, part of why we even started Avio is because we're like, we don't want other people to have the same health experiences we had. We want a better health experience for the next generation and the generation after. And Avio will only continue to get stronger, more personalized, better, smarter, the more that we continue to uh, work on this. And with each generation, we'll only do more and more for them. And I hope, you know, I hope more people start paying attention to this. I hope more companies come up in this space. I think people are, though. Well, okay. One is a question quickly. And then B, I have something to say about that, which is, yeah. so are you more prone to injury during your period? Actually, it's before your period. Oh, interesting. Interesting. See, okay. So here's where I think this is like helpful. I think that like for me, I think it's all kind of, it's like you take this information and then you think in terms of like the bio-individuality of it. So for me, I know instinctually whether it's in there or not that during my period, that's when that time is. And so I'm someone who loves to work out. I was a student athlete and I was really like into that as well. During my period when I'm leading, I make literally no promises to myself in terms of movement. Like if I want to get it, yeah, it's great because I'm someone who in the past would have been like, why two weeks ago was I having a personal best at this? And now I'm struggling to do like a D minus, 20 minute, whatever. And so for me, it's like knowing that there are the different cycles. There's no, and then it's taking what an app like yours is telling me in terms of where I am and then taking my own stock and being like, what do I feel instinctually? Like, so for me, I do feel like there is something in there that like, I really need to hibernate during that time. It's not a time to push it, but like we were saying before, I think the reality is even, and I I was talking about this with a client yesterday, which was, you know, she's someone who gets like really bloated before her period, just like a lot of Mm -hmm. us do, but she's young, she's hot, she's out in New York City. And like, so she'll like put on these outfits and then feel like so bad about herself and feel, and even though she knows she hasn't like gained 10 pounds overnight, she suddenly feels horrible. So it's, I was trying to explain to her that like, have a little forethought about it. If you know Mm -hmm. that you're going out on this night and then a night that like, you know that you're going to be bloated, then put together a thing that you feel like really boyfriendy and like cute and do your makeup cute and do your hair cute and whatever, and be kind of like baggy and boyfriendy and, and like do something in a way that you feel really that you feel really sexy and feels really confident yes. to you. In the same way, I would tell someone, and again, that's kind of outside my scope, but it's not really because it's like, if you know that you're going to be self-conscious or feel more in your head about your body in this yeah. way, be, because of a very natural process, then get ahead of it and be like, oh, that's not the night I want to plan with my boyfriend to go you know, out yes. to whatever. Or do it knowing like, hey, like I'd rather do something cozy at home 
having these, I talk about it as like a dopamine menu, things that are like little things that you can do that make you feel really good. Which I like, love, by the way. That's the moment when you're like in that moment before my period. And I think for so many people, that's when you're like, I don't know why, but I feel like everything's going wrong and I don't know what to do. And I like a picked a fight with my boyfriend and my mom. And like, I can't, if you know that's going to happen, like what can you pull from your dopamine menu to like feel good in the moment and like get yourself there? Oh my gosh, you and I can talk about this for <laughs> hours. I kid you not. So that is like the whole point of the new Avia planner. Oh, I love Because that. it's like, we even have a social element to mm. it where it's like, okay, like based off of your symptoms and based off of where you are in your cycle, this is what our recommendations are. That. Like take it easy, have a self-care day yeah. versus have a hot date night on these days. And actually, you know, even before we had the the planner, I would actually send my boyfriend my hormonoscope and be like, I by the way, today's not the day for hard truths. You so know like, what? Let's not do that. Talk more about that because do you have a, I, did, I haven't noticed this or I haven't tried to, but do you have a, can you share with a, with a partner? Yes. I think yep. that is, you can I was, was going to bring that and up. I think that's amazing. That is something that just like, I feel like if I know that I feel it, I am much more likely to cry about something yeah. the week before my period than I am any other part of my cycle. I but for me, it's like that. that's the week when I know I need more sleep and I know that I'm not going to push myself at the gym versus for me and for other people, it's very different. The week of my period is when I PR. What? I PR on weights. I PR on runs. See, that's I, so everything. important. Because the bio-individuality. So important for it to be personal. Yes, exactly. exactly. Because that's, oh my that's the whole thing. It's like, and you know what? I talk about this yes. all the time because there's, you know, we live in this world where we have so much access to other people's stuff. This is what Too I much. eat in a day. This is what I eat in a day. This is my exercise. This is what I'm doing for self-care. And I think we need to be able to be like, good for you, not for me. Or, oh, you, I'm going to take a little bits and pieces of that that would really work for me. And then I'm going to do intuitively what works for me. I think that you should have something like Avia where you have the self-knowledge piece of where you are in your cycle. And then you need to pay attention to what those hormone fluctuations are doing to you. So for you, exactly. it's totally different for me, but we all have the same knowledge of like, this is a period of time where I want to be cognizant. I love the piece about sharing it with a partner because I think that, you know, beyond, you know, wanting to share like ovulation stuff with, with a partner, whether that's to get pregnant or to help, you know, not get pregnant, obviously, I think being able to be like, hey, I think I'm going to need extra support during this time. Like, just yeah. so you know, I'm feeling really down. Like, there's a really obvious reason I'm feeling this way. Like, and then, you know, if you're feeling kind of like, I think it helps the people around you be like attuned to you better and know like, oh, she's not picking a fight with me. This is whatever. I also think I want everyone, whether you have like a little sister or a teenager yeah. in your life or whatever, someone who's just starting like get on this, the, the all the branding, it's all cute and feels good and it's not scary and it's not like fertility-ish. So like if you have someone in your life who's a young woman who is not tracking their cycle, I so recommend doing this. I couldn't agree more. That's like one of the things that we talk about is obviously like we're still early in our journey, but ultimately you want people on this before they even start menstruating. Yeah. So they understand what it's going to mean. And, you know, even some of our investors who've been like, oh, like I've got 
a teenage daughter. And this is something that would help me understand what's going on in their lives a little bit better and be able to be more supportive rather than just being like, you know, that's like so natural, not natural. It's so common for people to say like, she's being crazy. Crazy. We're not being crazy. This is our hormones. We literally have fluctuating hormones. Yeah. And the more we understand about ourselves, the more we can advocate for what's going on and help other people understand. Is it fair that we have to help other people understand what's going on in our bodies? Like, no, but look, we're in 2023. This stuff hasn't been researched enough and there isn't enough out there. So the more that we can do to advocate for ourselves, and yes, that requires more work on our side, the more that more people will understand, the more they will talk about it. Like the number of my friends who've been like, oh, my boyfriend follows Avia and he recommended that I do Stop, this Stop, I love that. I'm like, wait, what? I yeah, love I, him. True example where one of my good friends um, from undergrad is like, oh, actually now her fiance, she's like, oh, my fiance said, hey, during the cycle, Avia told me you should try this. Why don't you give it a go? Uh, and so the more that we can bring that. other people into the conversation Guys, and not feel involved. like, oh, this is taboo. That's hot. And like, it's just hard. Like, I understand it's hard. I actually grew up in a South Asian household. Right. We didn't talk about these things. Like my mom didn't want me to say, my mom didn't want me saying the word tampon around my dad. Oh, interesting. Right? And so I have had to break that barrier in my own home. And now I've had to break that barrier in my own relationship. And Mm. I break that barrier, I feel like, every day with friends where, you know, you're posting about it on socials, you're talking about it at dinner, whatever it is, the more you can get other people comfortable, the more it becomes more common. Because look, like we're talking about you and I, we're two people. These are two people's stories. This impacts half of the world's population. Everyone has their own story. It's it's going to have a twist to it. But the more that we all talk about it, the more that we can use Avia, the more that we can have this education, the more that we learn about ourselves and the more that we can advocate for outside of our, you know, our own, what's going on for just ourselves, but outside of that, the more that it's going to become normal and the more that we can go on living a life that really is true authentic to who we are, as well as a life that we feel happy about, don't feel crazy, aren't being told we're crazy. And it becomes something that's for literally half of the world's population and not just for the two of us or not just for the elite or, you know, the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team trains based off of their cycles. So I wish my soccer team was training based off of their cycles when I was doing it. I do too. I Well, A, first of all, I think it's so hot. If a like guys get involved, like get yes. in there. Like if you're like, hey, what's up? I've been researching. I know things like let's make you feel good and let's make you feel support during this time. Like listen up. That's very, very cool. And like the guys have to, like if they get involved, like it's over. Like they're ahead of the game, number one. Number two, I really, I'm really glad you shared about your origin story, your origin story. And in terms of like the household you grew up in, and it really resonated with me. I didn't, I don't have that same kind of background, but talking, I recently have been talking about like bleeding and periods and stuff online. Mm -hmm. And it feels kind of rock and roll and revolutionary to me because when I was growing up, you do everything you can to make sure that like people would never think that you bled or 
had any kind of cycles. I remember like being at like a boyfriend's house and literally like taking a tampon and rolling it in like 10 million rolls of toilet paper. So like there would not be like a trace of it. And I think the reality is that like people need to know, and I don't have daughters, but if I had a daughter, I would be so in on this and I would want to, I would want her to share it with me. So I would be able to help support her and be like, oh, you know, like here's a great thing that like, here's what I do. Let's figure out what really works for you. And again, I think we are, we have been made to feel like we're crazy for having hormones and having these fluctuations. And it's really not, it's really normal. It's just really different. I think because there just hasn't been a focus on it until now we're really just starting. So it's really exciting. And thank you for bringing it up and talking about it and learning about it, taking interest in it. I think that the more that each of us does that, the more that it starts to spread, the more that it normalizes because women's health is not niche as much as people will try to tell us that it is. And especially more than just women's health, ovarian hormone health is 100% not niche. It's like every single person who has ovaries is dealing with this, literally half of more than half of the global population. And another part of it becomes we're not little men. We weren't involved in a lot of these research studies until the 1990s. And we were considered to be just little men and we're not. We have our own biology. We have everything that is specific and unique and special to us. And so we have to really do the work right now to make that known and to make that understood and to help understand ourselves. In fact, the majority of the people who come into Avia, we ask them, you know, what's your goal with Avia? They say... I want to learn about my cycle in general. Nobody's teaching me this, right? Right. And I haven't learned this anywhere, whether I'm 14 and coming into Avia or I'm 34 and coming into Mm. Avia. And I think that that, it does feel special to me because we should know that it's something we can work with rather than having to work against. I think you're doing such good work. I want to talk to you for so many hours. How can we find Avia online and come back and talk to us a million times? Well, from an educational perspective, you can check us out on Instagram, Avia underscore IO. TikTok is a big part as well. We have a blog online at avia.io. And then you can download the app. That is where all of your own logging goes, where we can make recommendations based off of to start. It starts based off of where you are in your cycle. But then the more you log, the smarter Avia gets and the more personalized it gets. And so... Yes, you can track your period in there, but it is not a period tracker per se. It is much more a full ovarian hormone health app. So you can find us on the Apple App Store. Right now, we are not on Android, unfortunately, but we will be soon. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for being here. I have had so much fun chatting with you. I know we could talk forever. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.